All right. Welcome to the What Do You Know podcast brought to you by your hosts, Clint City and your co-host, Twin Z. Today, you know, we're celebrating life. We're celebrating everything. It's always a celebration, you know. So we like to turn up. We like to drink right now. I'm sipping on some rum, cranberry, and Sprite. Rocky about the Bacardi. My boy over to my left is sipping some new Amsterdam. You know, we just had some good food. Oh, excuse me. We just had some good food. Some delicious food. Yeah, man. I made, uh, it's kind of like a fuck jambalaya with chicken hearts and chicken breasts. Oh my God, this habanero is kicking something crazy. But before we get to the show and start talking about what we know and asking questions, I'd like to bring on a feature song of the week by my buddy Trippy Red, the Tripulous Rutherford the Second. Letter to you four by Trippy Red. You know his new album's out. I like it. Twin, you listen to it yet? Trippy Red's new album? No, yeah. no. I, my, I gotta start listening to that. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I'm still kind of shocked by the uh, Juice World news, man. Oh, I know. He was just on that album too. You know, rest in peace, Juice World, Young King. He's pretty much a legend now, man. Like he's he was, he, talent. He was gonna go far, man. Real far. I see that, and that trap was about to go far too. This nigga, huh, that jet had seventy pounds of weed. It had like massive lean and whatever the fuck else. When I was like, my boy was that trap was booming. <laughs> Apparently, news is he popped some pills before he went on. Yeah, pills and lean, bro. And then his song said it all. So yeah, yo, to everybody out there that think that's cool, you know, we how many artists have we lost so far just because of that? We lost Zan. Not Lil Zan, I'm sorry, Lil Pete, Mac Miller, my fucking favorite. We lost. X didn't die from drugs, but yeah, dude. Drugs take a lot of artists. They do. That's just not Lots cool, of them. bro. I'm glad we didn't lose Wayne. I'm glad we didn't lose Ricky Rose, because, man, that would be, whew. I wouldn't know how to take that. That was my favorite. I grew up on them motherfuckers, <laughs> man, and they still relevant, so that just shows you the value. Don't lose your life trying to be cool, bro. Just be you like we express forever, you know? Best life is the one without stress, you know? Once you get old enough when you have a job and you feel like you're not doing much, enjoy while it lasts. Like, you can always have a main job, have a side hustle, and then relax. Relax as much as possible because once you, once you get into adulthood, all you're going to be doing is working. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, 
we were just talking about that, like trying to set up our lives to be a four hour work week. Like all of our side hustles become so strong that our job is our play money. You know, that's what I want. I want my job to be my play money. Like I intend on keeping my job you know, like 10, 20 years because I'm in the IT field. So I'm probably going to be in there my whole life. But that's 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 good money. That's going to be a six figure job by the end of year, like five, maybe year 10, maybe even year two, bro. Because like starting salaries for some positions, like 80 grand. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I think I'm going to stay in my job till I retire. But I, I got a whole goal with my job because I'm starting a field that's never going to die out. It's uh the biomedical field, you know. Oh yeah, that's not going anywhere. Biomedical medical device field, not going anywhere. And I have an engineering degree, so I'm gonna work my way up. I love working with my hands, so this is like a dream job to me, you know. Um, don't let other people tell you not like don't let it tell you anyway. Just pick a job if you really like it, work your way up. Dude, like, that's the thing about jobs. You never really know what you like until you do it. So I really, really think that we should kind of reform education in a way to where high school is more college prep or trade school prep or just something because they teach you the same basics for almost 12 years and then wonder why you have family and financial issues when you're an adult. Pretty much. Yeah. Or when they get to college, you don't even know what you want to do. Dude, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasted like the first two and a half years of my college career thinking I wanted to do something because I was chasing money and people told me, oh, just go to college. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm figuring out myself slowly, but not everyone is that resilient. You know, like they see something they're in debt on and they, they see something that they think they love, but they have no idea what it's like. Then they quit and break down. And next thing you know, they're doing whatever. I mean, not everyone, but I've seen it multiple times. And, you know, I commend the people that are strong enough to like face that harsh reality of failure and turn it into success because that is no matter where you come from, you can always find success, you know? Yeah, pretty much. And what they don't tell you is you can go to college, get a degree and then leave and do something completely different. Yeah. The world is, the world is pretty big, but it's also small depending on who you know, you know? Oh yeah. If you know the right people, it's a small world because one person knows another person and you pretty much know everybody at that point. I want to say, like, with social class, there's, like, also a social network because most billionaires and millionaires only know billionaires and millionaires. Not not only, but that's, like, their inner circle. So I know this has probably been said a million times before, but monitor your inner circle. If they don't reflect you, then pretty much you're a reflection of them. And if you're judging them, then you're not doing anything any better, you know? <laughs> Shit, so... Find what makes you happy. And here's here's for all the younger listeners, if you're listening, it's not about what do you know, it's what you've done and who do you know. Yeah, (laughs) what you've done and who do you know. Shit, because I can say almost any job that I knew somebody, I got that I knew somebody, I didn't even have to apply. It's like, yeah, come in. All right, cool. Yeah, like one job I lied on my resume and they they hooked me up the job. I just had to like falsify some information. Uh, I shouldn't be saying that, but you know. Well, that's in the past. Hopefully, yeah. the uh, government doesn't flag you, and you didn't say which job. So <laughs> don't, uh, don't snitch too much, bro. Uh, Plead the fifth. But it's they fourth so and I, fifth amendment. Don't talk and talk to my lawyer. 
Feel Actually, the Fifth Amendment only protects you from incriminating yourself. Yeah, meaning you can shut up. Don't don't talk enough. Don't talk yourself into a hole, and then they're using everything against you because you said it. Like, don't talk, bro. You have the right to remain silent. But some of the best jobs I've gotten is through people I knew. Like, I worked as a mover, you know. Yeah. And I, I keep talking about that job, but that job was pretty sweet. I, I didn't do a lot of heavy lifting, but you know, labor jobs aren't that bad, you guys. Yeah, it's really cool. How you look at your memories and you realize you were having the time of your life at one point or you're living and you don't really see yourself creating a memory until like maybe even years later or weeks later. You're like, damn, that was like dope that I was doing that. I'm glad I did that. But at the moment, you're saying, I'm just doing something, you know. Trade school is also a good deal, you know. Um, don't let If you don't know what you want to do, pick a trade. Go with that trade because... Trades aren't going to die out. Like welding. Welding's mm-hmm. not going to die out. Yeah, carpentry, electricity, all that. Electrician, roofers. You get a union job, bro. You don't, you don't need anything but a high school diploma to get a union Ooh. job. You got good benefits. You're going to get a guaranteed check. Fucking work for Amazon, UPS, $15 an hour jobs. Those are sustainable. Or a plumbing job. Yeah, oh, even that too. Like Become self-employed if you can. But like if you don't know, don't put yourself in debt. Don't ruin your life because what they don't tell you is, dude, your financials have a, a crucial role in your comfortability of life. Like financial freedom, people that wake up with no debt and have cash and assets, they're like, what the fuck am I scared of? Besides like maybe my dependents having something wrong or being in the wrong place at the wrong time, but they are, they can do whatever they want. Like You literally can do what you want, bro. And I'm that kind of guy. I love doing what the fuck I want. I don't like being told what to do. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of nice. Like, and I find it really ironic that a lot of like the uh, our congressmen to be like, "Oh, our generation doesn't like to spend money." No, we don't have money. We don't have money, money to spend. <laughs> like, all of it's going to loans, bills, rent. Rent is expensive, bro. Fuck out of here if you live in Cali or New York. But six figures there, your average is. I fun. think the rent in Cali is. I think at minimum. 2000 a month. Oh, and I thought DC was bad. DC's around 1500 a month. Cali's around 2000 to 2200. Yeah, and New York's pretty much that. 1500 gets you somewhere okay. You know, like you get a box for a thousand. Here in Philly, bro, we're blessed. Like, we, we pay dick for rent. We live in a nice house. But we also live, like, we live with multiple people. And we split the rent and we split all the expenses. But still, even if we didn't, this is this is a good catch for how much it costs. What it's worth, yeah. yeah. And the, the neighborhood's growing, so it might be increasing, but for what it's worth. You know what? That's why I'm hoping she doesn't try to raise our rent anything crazy because she she pretty much knows to just sit on this house. Dude, this house going to be worth stupid. There's so many housing projects within a two-block radius. If she makes what enough the money, fuck? this house going to be worth half a million dollars, bro. I already know it. The house next door is vacant. Like I know, I, someone cool. owns it. They just they're just not doing anything. with they're sitting on it. She probably owns it. I tried to look it up the other day. I couldn't really see who did it. But you know, you gotta dig deep. And I didn't care enough. Like it's easier to look for shit on your computer than on your phone. Yeah, do some research. You always if you if you have one job and you can find out you have a bunch of free time to do something, enjoy your rest. But then. Always find another thing to do, you know, find a side hobby. Uh, my friend, like, her parents sell baseball cards and they make a good amount of money from it. Like the old one? 
old ones, yeah. Yeah, dude, my uncle, his fucking baseball card collection. He has probably like two binders full of shit, and it's laminated. So I'm like, yeah, you're sitting on some good money, dude. You just like, gotta find the right person. Yeah, because people will fucking buy. It's amazing what people will buy nowadays. Do you see that um, that one famous graffiti artist, Banksy's? He, he he drew a lot of like stencil graffiti that was very political. And then one of his paintings or his his graffiti art was put in a museum, and then it was auctioned off. But then I think I think he planned it. But the piece that was auctioned off was it was like art pieces in itself where. When it was sold in the auction, it got shredded. Damn! Right, right when it sold, but then they stopped it. So, and then, but some for some reason, that increased the price of the art for some reason. You know? Yeah, art's weird. Bro. Art's subjective. Art is so weird. I don't understand because it's only valuable when they can no longer produce the shit. When it's like limited, or it's also, art. It's also its own niche world. It's who do you know? Have you seen those blank canvases? The white canvases. What about them? They're a canvas painted with white paint. All white. That's it? That's it. And it's worth what? A couple grand? Couple grand, thousands. Who did it? I don't remember, but there's like several different, but like, because you know someone in a museum that auctions and sell it, they determine the price of things. Bro, we have white walls. So it's like, why, why the fuck would you put a white canvas? I mean, I should have like a red room or a blue room. Cool. That'd be, that'd be actually pretty dope to just put a white canvas. I would stop by doing. I wouldn't pay all that. You could just do that shit yourself. Go to Home Depot and fucking Marshalls. Whoosh, whoosh, boom, art. Now I got my signature on it. That um, twelve hundred, uh, one thousand, one hundred twenty thousand dollar banana on a wall. Dude, yeah, it's a banana duct taped to a wall. Conceptual art, man. What? Is yeah. the banana rotting? No, it's a real banana that they duct taped to the wall, and so it's gonna rot. Pretty much, but and what the rock stains are gonna make it worth quarter million? I don't understand that one. Either. It's gonna smell, and it's like, oh, look at the flies now! Like it's just art that is, <laughs> it's dynamic art, yo, bro. Look at how the duct tape just peeling. No, but have you seen actual dynamic it's... art? Art that changes. That's actually pretty. There's there's art sculptures that move and change, or the, those shadow ones where it's like a bunch of string with the lights, and as you walk around the room, the art changes. That's fucking awesome. That's cool. But now this is just a banana duct tape to the wall. Yo, that's why I want money so bad, just so I can take my time to travel and experience different arts. Like food is an art, I think. Food is definitely the experience with food is also art. Dude, dude, I just made art in the kitchen. That's dude. When I cook, I don't cook just like oh, I need food. Like like when I like really want to cook, bro, I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, definitely. I just follow what I've done, what I know, what I've seen. It's like follow my intuition, bro. Like watch. I don't measure shit unless like I'm baking and like I have to. Like someone say, I need a recipe. Nah, bro, just put a video on. Like I need to just videotape me making food half the time because. Some shit I made, and I'm like, I want to make that again, and I have no idea what the fuck I did. <laughs> Maybe you could start a YouTube channel, Cooking with Mayor. Cooking with Mayor Davis. That'd be cool. You know, and I mean, at one point, I mean, when I got enough money, bro, shit. I'll be, that'll be, be my hobby. You know, I, I want to kind of be, what the fuck's his name? Action Bronson. This dude smokes weed, has his own TV show. He smokes weed with his friends, cooks, and pretty much talks shit. Like, I'd love to do that. Like, 
the famous aspect, uh, I, I, I like mildly famous. Cool. I still want to be able to go in public and not be bothered all the fucking time. But just to have that make money, that'd be dope. I think my level of fame that I want to achieve is where I make enough money and I can have my own ATM machine in my house. I mean, you could do that now, honestly. No, I could, but could. it wouldn't be making no money, would it? No, you'd be putting money in your own pocket. <laughs> Boss. But that'd be fun, like going owning like your own ATM machine. Like you really need cash. You know, I actually have a buddy, he invests in ATMs, right? So he would like buy one or two of them and put his own money in them, right? Or he wouldn't even buy one. He'd probably like he probably I think he owns like one or two. But he'd also invest his money in other people's ATMs. So you know that like that surge fee. Yeah. Anytime like someone gets charged that fee to pull out their money, he gets paid that fee. But he also gets his money back. So like, say he put like two grand in it, and say like, depending on the frequency of the transactions, you ideally would want someone to pull out twenty dollar transactions. So that's what like a hundred transactions for two grand. That's three each. It's like three hundred bucks just off someone using an ATM in a bar because they want to get drunk. That's dope. And say so if you have like four or five machines, that's fifteen hundred bucks a week that you can make. Just easy but, money. Yeah, easy money. But here's the kicker: like you'd have to have. What like say if you have five? When I say five, you'd have to have at least like ten grand to invest. But that's like a really smart way to passively ingress, ingress, invest ten grand and make fifteen hundred a week, bro. Like there's there's fucking fifty three weeks. Let me do the math on that. Like that's that's pretty much a job. It is a job. Bro, that's that's eighty grand. Like, if all your ATMs are hitting, and you got ten grand, you can make eighty grand. Like, there's ways to fucking make money out here. Minus taxes, the IRS is gonna figure Man, out. they're not. Fuck them. You know, yeah, taxes, but still, taxes about fifty percent. But that's money. That's eighty grand. You almost made six figures, and you didn't do shit. You literally just sat there and watched it happen. Exactly, you're making forty grand after taxes, but eighty. You're not making forty grand after. Maybe like sixty five. Well, this is the thing about being self-employed. Well, here, here's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Self-employed. self-employed. You, you got you to pay double the medical and all that shit. Double and everything, yeah. So it's like 40% tax in Philly. But then you, there's write-offs too, man. I'm sure, I'm sure if you put that under the right LLC, you can write shit off. You write off. You, you employ your friends and family. <laughs> you have more write-offs of that. Damn, you're losing 31 grand. That's that's the in comparison, you're still making fifty grand. Yeah, that's you? yeah, that's fifty grand profit for doing nothing. Like I'm cool with that. Well, well, traveling, well, um, like travel expenses, food expenses, housing expenses. So imagine if you had like a sixty thousand dollar a year job, like, bro, that's nice. That's nice as fuck. So then you could you could pretty much do well. Here's what I want to do. Like, that's my plan when I get like my job. Starting like like the range of 70, 80 grand is invest in them ATMs, start a franchise, then use that franchise to buy real estate, bro. Like that that's all I wanna do. I'm not stopping until that happens for me. That's pretty good. I do one of my dream goals is uh to pay back my mother is buy her a laundromat. Ooh. Right. Because my nice. mother is really business oriented, but like she like when I was growing up, she used to like she she didn't run it, but she took care of a laundromat. That's how she made her extra money every month. Like, so she knows how to run that. She shit. knows so how to run it. If she owns it. She's like, all right. If she owned it, I think that would be 
it's great. She'd be self-efficient. I don't have to look about it. And then at the end, when she like, hopefully it'd be a long time before she passes away, but um, it becomes mine because I inherited it. Yeah. So it's, for what it's worth, like, and plus it'll give her something to do and she'll be happy about it because then she'll have to work too hard. She can stay home. Say, that's an easy job, dude. Like, you could retire and do that just for like, fun. Like, I'll, I'll work there three days a week just because I ain't got shit else to do. Well, it depends. Like, you want someone running at full time because you can, a laundromat also has side hustles in a laundromat. Like, they're selling detergent. They're selling detergent, the vending machine. Vending, vending machine, vending. cleaning supplies. They're even selling soda on the off. So like, uh, bro, <clears throat> The, the wisest words, the first time I heard it was from my friend's dad, my, Nate. Shout out to D-Red, Nate Feetman, my fucking boy since sixth grade. His dad, he was like, yeah, uh, there's a game within a game. So anytime there's like something you're trying to do, break it up, do little small things. I was like, a game within a game. That changed my life. I was like, what the fuck? I, I didn't, it didn't make sense at the time because he'd always say like funny ass shit that just went over my head. But as I get older, I'm like, oh man, Randy, he's the fucking dude. It does make sense. And you got to realize human nature. And I feel like if you're in college and you're looking for a free class to take, take a psychology class, learn about people, how they interact. Because at the end of the day, people most likely will take the easiest route. So, yeah. so if you're in like a laundromat and they don't have detergent, where they're going to buy it. have detergent there. And that's, yeah. And it, and it works on an economy that's booming. So in an economy that's booming, people have money to spend. They're going to go buy the detergent that's in the store rather than walk to the store that's two blocks away. Yeah. Especially like accidents happen. Say if they, even if they do bring their own detergent, they, it spills, they drop it. <laughs> well, I'm already here. Convenience is key, bro. As long as people, yo, my friend actually put that on Instagram. He probably got it from somewhere else. But as long as people are lazy, there will always be money to be made. Because, like I said, rich people are fucking lazy, bro. They don't want to do shit. That's what money does is make things more convenient for you. And that's why when uh, when people say money can't buy happiness, you're right. It can't buy happiness, but it sure make life a lot fucking easier. Fuck yeah, it does, dude. Not having to drive everywhere. I like driving, but not having to drive everywhere. Bro, if I had to go somewhere far... Like Pittsburgh, for example, I hate that drive, dude, because I go to sleep if I see too much highway. But if I could go to sleep during that shit and spend the same amount of money, I'd rather fucking sleep. They're taking these uh, trains and shit, like $100 for like a two-hour trip versus what? A four-hour trip drive. Shit, yeah. Look, look, man, we live in a capitalist society, so economics is your biggest like teacher because- That'll teach you how shit works. Like, if you don't know economics and you live in America, shame on you because you're just so out of the fucking loop. Like, there are things you'll know, but you won't have, like, a technical term or know how to apply it to what's going on. But, dude, economics is your best friend. Yeah, I know. America runs on money. Yeah. The more money you have, the easier life will be. It won't buy you happiness, but it'll sure make your life real easy. Would... Just because of the time value of money. Even if Floyd Mayweather wanted to paint his own house, it would make no economic sense for him to do that. Because within an hour, he can make like a million dollars plus. But like no, literally more than that. He's made almost half a billion dollars within one fight, which was an hour long. Like, So why would he take three hours to paint his house 
Painting, like, painting your house is not worth $1.2 billion, nigga. So he's not going to do it. He's going to pay someone to do it. So why? When you, when you start thinking about your life in that sense, like how much is my time worth? And you start living as such, then there are a lot of, you're, you'll develop standards in what you will and won't do. Pretty much. Like, fuck that, dude. Also like, budgeting. Yeah. Here's a good tip for budgeting or deciding when to buy something. Think about how much money you make an hour. And then think about how much time you have to work to pay for that object. Yeah. And that will determine, do you really need this object? Or you will say you have like a $20, you're buying a $20, like shoes. They're like $60, oh, yeah. right? No, no, $120 for the fucking fashionistas. $120, right? $120. So if you make like a what? Minimum wage job, which is like seven seven fifty an hour? Oh, fuck that. Right. Yeah, five seven, after tax. Five after tax. So $5. Five divided by one twenty divided by five. That's close to about uh, twenty eight. <laughs> that's half a work. But you have to work half half a work week just to pay for a pair of shoes mm. if you work minimum wage. Fuck that for dude. shoes that you barely wear like once every so often because you don't want to crease them. Yeah. Oh yeah. So dude, if you work at a ten dollar an hour job and you buy a pair of shoes every fucking week, then you're. I mean, if you're in high school, cool. You don't have bills. You don't give a fuck. Spend that shit. You'll but, learn. You'll learn. Trust me. You will fucking learn. High school is a good time to also save. Like you think buying clothes and stuff. Once you finish your high school, those clothes mean nothing. People don't really care. Um, well, people care, but in the scheme of things, Bill Gates has all the money in the world. He wears the and same the shoes, same, shit. same <laughs> jeans, drives a simple car. Dude doesn't care. Like no, nah, because look, man. When I was in high school, I was. I was one of those, like, I guess, swagged up kids because I worked and my dad also bought me stuff. So it's like I had two people buying me clothes and I'm still wearing those clothes till today. But now I'm like a little smarter because now I see where it's appropriate to wear certain clothes. Like my good clothes, I don't wear unless like I'm going on an interview. I'm going out somewhere nice. It's like I'm going to look nice, but I, I wear regular beater clothes. I, wear, I rotate the same like four or five outfits. I, and I got a fucking closet full of shit. Uh, I buy, I wear the same outfit as well, but I also have a sewing machine. So a lot of my clothes is I buy oversized clothes and then I tailor them to myself because believe it or not, oversized clothes and clothes to fit cost the same. Yeah, dude, it's also dope that you do that because it makes thrifting a lot easier. It makes thrifting. Dude. I just need to know my waist size and the length. And I can literally wear any pants from that point forward. I kind of want to go thrifting. Just drop a hundred bucks and get like six outfits because thrifting is cheap as hell. A hundred bucks and you go to some place that you can buy clothes in bulk. Just bulk clothes for like dirt cheap. And then with the sewing machine, you can buy whatever you want. Pick it out. Tailor it to your size. You have, what, ten outfits for a hundred bucks. Then on top of that, you can like combine shit. Like you can make your own like style. Like that's that's a I wouldn't say I wish I knew how to do that. Like it would be nice to know how to sew. I'm too lazy <laughs> to learn how to sew. I don't care enough. Yeah, it is a, like a it, it does take a while. And then after a while, I learned from like I, I should got a better machine. Yeah, because my machine like starts to break down, and then you start you just freak out because you're like I spent all this money on the damn machine, and it breaks down, and you run it like fuck. But then but then it's also good to have multiple machines. Like you gotta invest in your equipment. Like for a lot of your products and projects and stuff, you you want to invest in the best thing. 
it's like investing in product. You can buy either the cheapest thing and get standard product, or you can get really high quality product that lasts a while, but it, but you spent a lot of money on it. You get what you pay for. Pretty much. You get what the fuck you pay for. That's where you have to learn your time value of money. Like you understand, like if you invest in this amount of object, how much money will you make from it? And without having to spend more money, saying you like you buy really cheap dish soap and that, that's out in a week versus you buying a big bottle that lasts you three or four. Yeah. Anytime I get like <clears throat> domestics for the house, like detergent, um lip dish soap, paper towels, like I get a lot of it. And I, it's like it's nothing I want to think about spending my it's money bold. on for the next two months, two three months. I'm good. Like I got I just bought paper towels for the crib. It was like twenty bucks. But would I would I do that and wait for two months, or would I rather pay three bucks a week? Like and that I'm spending way more after or one row. Yeah, and like, that's how that. the capitalism works. Like if you think about it, like that's economics. The, economics. The, the the more the more you the more you spend, the more you get in a way. I I know that uh, I, I'm glad I grew up poor, kind of, like yeah. without money, because it really taught me to look at things. Like, have you ever been in the store and you look at two objects? You look at the object that's single value versus the bulk bottom, and then you try to figure out if I bought multiple of the single, would it be less than the bulk or would it be the bulk be cheaper than the singles? Oh, yeah, huh? Let's, let's take a time out real quick because you can only record for 30 minutes on your browser. So we got to upload the file to continue.